Welcome to the Easy Peasy Podcast, where we discuss living better through permaculture, mindfulness, decentralization, flow, freedom, agorism, anarchy, and more. Our mission is to solve life's complex problems with simple solutions. I'm your host, Mike the Polymath Whistler, coming from the Easy Peasy Shop in Indianapolis, Indiana, the crossroads of America. Thanks for joining. skiing accident yeah oh. so uh it was like a white elephant gift total gag like i shit you, uh, you shit that's uh no. appropriate no this will be this will be the story we open the podcast on. how about that oh that's why you said shit that's why I said not shit. because you said shit as in you shit i toilet i did not actually shit no so that that toilet seat you're talking about hanging on the wall there. Open if you dare. Open if you dare. It says on it. It's got it's got the flag, uh, the German flag. That's the colors. Yeah. You know, black, red, and yellow. Basically, that was a white elephant gift. Uh, when my friend Sven lived here in high school, he was an exchange student from from Germany. Hold on, can we put a pause on that real quick? Uh-huh. You'll have to explain what a white elephant gift is. White elephant? You don't know? I've never heard that before. That's when you do like a gift exchange at Christmas. Like a lot of times when it's a group of friends, you know, they'll do, everybody brings one gift and you basically draw numbers out of a hat, right? Mm-hmm. And so whoever's number one picks the first gift. Now you okay. don't know what that gift is. I've all done wrapped. this before. I didn't have that name for it, yeah, but I know what elephant. you're talking about. And, and then... Subsequent people can either pick and pick a wrapped gift or steal a gift. Okay. But any given gift, I think, can only be stolen twice, right? Yeah. So that's the rules of the game. But basically, that toilet seat was what I brought to the White Elephant Gift Exchange. And yeah. it was because it was kind of an inside joke when my buddy Sven was here. Um, he was fascinated with, with Walmart. Okay. Okay. Because we told him, he said, yeah, we told him Walmart is a magical place where you can find (laughs) anything you need. Anything. And so we made a game out of it where basically it was like, all right, Sven, you try to think of something that we can't find at Walmart. Right. And so the 
first thing he said when we started playing this game was toilet seat. We're like, come on, like, give us a challenge here. Like, we, we walked, you know, two minutes later, we're pointing to the toilet seats in aisle fucking 112 or whatever. And he, uh, he couldn't believe that they just had toilet seats on the, on the you know, shelf. So, anyways, I brought this gift. It was an inside joke. And it had a picture of my face on it, like, on the inside. Yeah. And that's why I put open if you dare. And it had this crazy, like, picture of my face. But he took that picture off. He, he's the one that painted the German flag on it. I why? did not do that. When he was about to leave to head back to Germany, he... <laughs> He basically re-gifted it back to me. Okay. So he stole it from two other people to get it. It was this stupid gift. Toilet seat. It says, open if you dare, and it's got my face underneath the lid. And he stole it from whoever, because he wanted it. He loved it. He thought it was the funniest shit he ever saw. Yeah. And he basically took my picture out of it. He wrote the nicest fucking note ever on like a piece of paper and replaced my picture with this note, basically... You know, I could take it down and read it to you, but I'm not going to. It's kind of personal. But it was him um, basically saying how much he appreciated our friendship and how much he was going to miss me and this and that. And like, so it's a it's a cherished uh, thing now that he's gone. Uh, like you said, he, you know, he's the one that passed away in an avalanche. I've talked to him. I talked about him on this show before. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways... He, uh, he was a cool motherfucker. He, yeah. It's hard to explain an inside joke, but that's the best I can do. Yeah. Well, all we can do then is raise our beers and spend memory. Yeah. Cheers to Sven, man. Cheers. You know, it's too bad because he was, um, he was going to become a doctor and you know, he died right before all this COVID shit. I would have been interested to get his info mm-hmm. or his take on things along the way, but that's neither here nor there, you know. But anyways, dude, I'm stoked to have you in the shop. Uh, you know, we're gonna repeat ourselves stoked a little bit to be here. here. Fuck That's yeah, okay. my man, stick in the house. We'll stick with stick. Uh, stick is good. You know, a lot of people on this show uh, tend to stay anonymous because I'd almost prefer it if it means you can uh, say exactly what you think. Well, you know? since most of the people in my life call me stick, it's not really anonymous. It's just me. It's hardly anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. But. Don't forget, try to lean into that microphone just a little bit for me. I got you turned up, but... You know. did, did you hear that last bit, or...? Yeah, everybody calls you Stick. Yeah. 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 It's not really anonymous. It's pretty much your it's name. It's just the name, besides yeah. people who have, you know, other Stick. Because Stick is my last name, basically. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of other people that go by Stick in my family. So we're not Sticks to each other. Well, it's like in my family, everybody goes by Wiss. Yeah. I mean, in college, I was either Wiss or Whistler. Um, yeah. Yeah. With with our group of friends, you know, because there's too many goddamn mics. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but dude, so you rolled up with this big motherfucker, this this massive vehicle. It is yes. a what what you'd call a box truck in general terms, but tell us exactly what it is this a truck is. Two thousand one. International 4700. It's a straight box truck, a 16 foot box on it. And the plan, as it stands, is to convert that into a tiny home that I'm going to live in. And that's going to be my home base. And I think it will make exploration better. 
So you and I know each other via college. College, yeah. We both studied outdoor recreation, right? And uh, so obviously it's no surprise that we're like <laughs> kind of coincidentally both embarking on this uh, this idea of building a, a mobile a mobile domicile. Yeah. Right? A, a home base. Home, a mobile home. A mobile home base uh-huh. from which to explore from. That's what I'm thinking. So if you could in your in your own words, what what's the benefit? Why bother? Why have a mobile living arrangement? I mean, I'm a human, so I need a home. Mm-hmm. And the benefits of having a home that move versus having a, a home that's in one place that I move from, it seems self-evident, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I think I'll be able to do more things in more places, meet more people, have more experiences, find out more about life, you know, and myself, and I get to build something, which is always great. Mm-hmm. So is this something you've wanted for a while? I've wanted those things that I just said. I've wanted those things for a while, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know what the method was going to be for me to achieve those. Well, you don't like, I know you and I know that you've done a lot of traveling already, already. And you've never hesitated to just pack up your Jeep and drive and go yeah. spend weeks and weeks. And, um, so okay. it is, it's, 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 it's an upgrade from what you're used to in a nutshell. Right. I, to me, it's like, um, the, the lifestyle of, of having road trips and going camping and all that, that's a non-negotiable, mm-hmm. but it's always nice to have a little bit more comfort along the way. So I'm, you know, that's kind of why I started building it. It's even though it's not in this, you know, a necessity to have a actual camper set up, I can camp without it. It's going to make it way more convenient, but it's a little, I think the motivation is beyond convenience. I, 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 yeah. I don't think the comfort is the goal. I think it's just, you know, gravy. Mm-hmm. It's more comfort. Yeah. More convenience, yeah, but I mean, if when I was living out of my Jeep, if I'm on the road, I have this much space to bring along toys to play with, this much space. What's going on? I'm just gonna put it like right between us there, all right, so you can look at me and talk. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, so I think I'll be able to have more toys that can afford more experiences mm-hmm. and in that way I'll have more freedom wherever I choose to travel to mm-hmm. and then also on top of that there's comfort like comfort wasn't the goal because I have always been able to make about, comfort like, more about capability yeah than I could be comfortable walking into the wilderness with a big old bag on my back and as we've done as we've done just doing it and i could make myself comfortable damn near anywhere i mean Mm -hmm. barefoot in the desert just give me some water and i'm I'm chill i'm comfortable i can but at the same time you are more exposed you're more at risk like the beauty of what we're doing so you're building 
I mean, you're building a box truck, box truck camper conversion. Mobile home base is Mobile the way home. I'm thinking of it. Big old delivery truck for people who, you know, whatever. And you, you said it's 16 by 8 foot wide by 8 foot tall. Roughly, yes. The box. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's a sizable, that's damn near your typical, like, RV. Damn near. But you're going to build it from scratch, just like I've kind of decided to here. And, um, it, you know, it's a, it's a big endeavor, I guess, trying to get to the root of the motivation. I, I just think it's interesting because not everybody would, like, put the time in. A lot of people would go, like buy a camper and pay for it over the span of 10 years, <laughs> yeah. you know, but like, to me, it's so obvious that you could just pay for it cash, like as you go and like build something that's way yeah. more suited to you. Yeah. You that know? actually makes me think my, I was talking to my uncle about this and he said, yeah, what you could do is just take this box off and just buy an RV and mount it on that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, why would I do that? I could have just bought an RV. No, I want to build something specifically for you yeah yeah that is tailor-made for a life that i want to live not something that's prefabricated somewhere i mean they're prefabricated very generally like anybody could buy an rv and be comfortable in it but i want it to be more specific to me and my lifestyle mm -hmm. well and i think a lot of people are doing like the van conversions and uh yeah, this DIY camper thing is big right now. You are unique in that you actually built fucking RVs for a while. Mm -hmm. Are you yeah. still doing that for money, or is that no? Um, that's no. done. I um. Yeah, let's. I mean, I've I've worked little... in RVs. I worked at Forest River, which is one of the largest manufacturers of RVs. You grew and... up in the part of Indiana where most yeah. RVs get built. Yeah. yeah, it's the boat and RV manufacturing capital of the world. Yeah. Northern Indiana, southern Michigan, just lots of factories, plants making all sorts of things and coming together and RVs of every type, every type of boat, every type of mobile home, modular home, anything. And you worked in the factories? Yeah, yeah. I worked in a RV factory for six months in final finish, installing all sorts of random accessories, parts, sealing, putting in random things. Um, worked at Utilimaster, which makes step vans, UPS trucks, FedEx trucks. Worked mm -hmm. there for about 10 months. Um, worked at Cabinet Factory now for three or four years. I was wondering if that's what you were still doing. Yeah. yeah. Cabinetry. Yeah. Yeah. Been on and off there. I've worked there about three and a half years over a five and a half to six year period mm -hmm. because I'll quit and travel for six months to a year and a half, then come back. And it's a nice situation because I can walk out the door and the day that I walk back in the door, they say, welcome back, get back to work. And then I start <laughs> making money and I can start saving up again and then, then I can afford the next adventure. Well, dude, and I'm... I know, again, I know you well enough to know that, like, that is a necessity as far as, like, a job for you to be yeah. able to kind of come and go as you please. Yeah. Um, just knowing who you are. Because, dude, it's like, um, I was joking with Anderson I saw the other day. Yeah. And uh, talking about how you're, um, 
you're kind of like hard to nail down sometimes, right? Like mm-hmm. you're hard to get a hold of because who knows what sticks up to. He yeah. might be here. He might he might be there. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be on the grid. He might be off the grid. But like I appreciate you as a friend, brother, because I just know that like no no question about it. If he's passing through Indy, he's going to holler. And like, yeah. you know, whether or not I can connect with you is irrelevant. I know you'll hit me up whenever you're coming through. So I, I bring it up because shit, because, um, there, I think there's an issue where some people, uh, have a hard time letting themselves be unreachable these days. Am mm-hmm. I wrong? Like, yeah. And you're great about like, you do not give anybody the expectation of hearing from you. That's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely true. I, uh, you can reach out to stick all you want, but do not, you know, don't expect a immediate response. Yeah. I will respond and we'll get back in touch. And when we do, I'll be there fully as best I can. And right. That's about all I can promise. That's 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 what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. I'd rather you be here fully once a year than like halfway present every week. Yeah. You know? You're a good friend. That's I'll Same just, to I'll, you. I'll just yeah. say that. Man. Much love. It's always good to have you pop into the shop, you know. It seems like it's becoming a um you know, once a year kind of thing, which I love, dude. You pop into what, the shop was it you this, say what's up. Was it dude. this year that I came down here or was that last year? I think uh, I think it might have been last winter. It, fe- it feels like it was in the winter. No, we, I, I couldn't we say got, for sure. Yeah. We got some beers. We were outside. I don't remember if we, it was cold or not. But yeah, you might have come through through the summer months too. Actually, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's yeah. been that long, but you know, any who do. I guess my only point is you're you're obviously the kind of person that likes to uh, you know fucking pack up your shit and say adios and. Don't bother me, you know? Yeah. I'm doing my thing, right? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I like about the place that I'm working right now is that I can walk in, walk out, but they know, I know. When I'm there, I'm going to bust my ass, and then I'm going to leave, and they know that. So it seems like a good relationship, and I have friends from all circles all over the country and I just love traveling around and visiting them it's really fun and what's really fun too is when I could get those people to meet each other yeah like if I can get you to come with me on a trip down to Mexico or out to California just and then we could just like go hang out with like different circles bringing them together that's really fun too I was about to ask you if you're trying to go to Mexico yeah yeah I I went down to Mexico (laughs) last December, uh-huh. yeah, I was there for not too long, maybe, I want to say two weeks, I was in Petrero Chico, okay. rock climbing there with some friends from North Carolina, yeah, yeah, that was a blast, it's amazing, it's so beautiful. Tell you what, brother, I'm going to turn off these goddamn fluorescent lights, because I hate, I hate these things. Yeah, I'll do it. Right, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Get yourself some pizza if you need it. I don't know. Whatever. Are you cold, brother? No, I'm not cold. I'm just... I made myself cold the whole trip. 
Keep me awake. It just takes a while to soak up all the warmth again. Shivering helps. I tell you, it's those, those fluorescent lights, I think they trick your you know, they trick your brain into thinking it's still daytime. I always uh, forget to turn them off, and then all of a sudden I feel like I'm feeling like fried, you know, from, from, from the fucking lights. You, you know? know what's actually interesting? I had a dream the other day mm-hmm. that had a neon sign in it, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I, I remember ever hearing that sound of fluorescent or neon lights have that low buzzing noise that you probably know real well from living in here using these lights, but... I just don't remember ever hearing that sound in a dream before and then come back and just something that popped into my brain from yeah. nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, anyways, I, I like to shift the mood. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it down a notch. But, uh, yeah, dude, I, I, I am just stoked for this build that you're starting on, this fucking mm-hmm. huge box truck, because it's like... I had no idea. I had no idea about it. I started on this shit a week ago or so, maybe two weeks ago. I started building this thing, and I'm keeping it real small and real simple. But you're taking it to like a whole. You're doing it to the nines. Big truck, big living space, like full plumbing, full electrical. I was telling you, like, I don't think I'm gonna electrify mine at all. You know, mm-hmm. even though it's not that hard, I you know, I know it's not that hard. I wouldn't say full plumbing. I mean, I'm doing a sink-shower combo into a gray tank that'll just drain off the bottom, but I'm not doing a flushable toilet. Okay. I'm not plumbing. I mean, I'm having about 200 amp hours of battery that I'll be charging off the, off the end off the engine alternator and from shore power and from solar so I so mean, you'll have like a trickle charge from the solar and you'll be able to charge it up quick off the yeah, engine of yeah, the truck yeah i essentially have a generator as a truck mm-hmm. and trickle from the sun i'll probably only do 4 to 800 watts of solar i don't want something big i just want to trickle sure Keep it like, shore power for when I'm on the grid. Yeah, yeah. But that's I mean that's everything. That's yeah. Whole, I mean when you the whole nine. But it is everything. But when you break it down into small enough pieces, it gets pretty simple. Mm-hmm. It's just figuring it out one little piece at a time, and then putting it all together. And I'm excited for that process. So I haven't done it yet. I'm still in the imagining phase. But you're planning on doing then gray water, hot water. Well, fresh water. The, so you'll have the, what, two the fresh the fresh water tank mm-hmm. will just be gravity fed to the sink, okay, and to the propane water heater, which will be okay. also at the sink, mm-hmm. and is where the shower hose. I mean, the shower will be heated from there also. So that's the basic idea. Okay. Yeah, man, I'm just fascinated because it's like it's a lot to chew on it is yeah when i look at the big picture it's daunting mm-hmm. and i think it as long as i'm able to break it up into enough pieces that i can put together i'll be able to build something awesome yeah start start from the ground up well like you said you you, you solve the problems as they come up you figure it out as, yeah. as you go um you know i i think i'm gonna keep 
keep it as simple as it gets. And like, even my lighting, dude, like I said, I'm not going to do electric. I'm going to, I'm going to run everything off of my DeWalt battery packs. Mm -hmm. yeah. So USB lights that can run off of my, you know, little, um, adapter that I've got. And, um, basically just fucking, I mean, what do I need? I need to charge my phone. I need lighting. That's about Sometimes. it. Sometimes. That's about it. You don't even need lighting. For electric. I mean. You know, and then as far as plumbing goes, I'm just forgoing the shower option altogether. You know, because we'll figure that out. I, you know. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I, I lived in a Jeep for yeah. a long time, and I know that all these things are optional. And doing to the, a point. Doing the compost but, toilets, like, way easy. That's yeah. so simple. You know? Yeah, it's so easy. So anywho, dude, I guess I guess it's almost like yours isn't that much more complicated. It's just bigger. It's just bigger. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a lot bigger, and it it could be a lot more complicated. I yeah. am trying to make it as simple as possible. Right now, it's just a box truck. Right now, it's just a box truck. Yeah, yeah. But mm. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. I hope we could paint a picture, you know, of what you're imagining a little bit. It's like mm -hmm. it's a big box truck, and you're trying to. Do a full blown conversion. You wanna you wanna tow a Jeep and probably like a dirt bike behind it. And uh, I'm thinking what I wanna do is be able to throw a canoe on this thing. You know, I've already told the listeners like this thing's designed around my motorcycle, so it's mm -hmm. gonna haul a bike. Um, but I think our 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 fucking motivations and our intentions are totally. It's just like go figure. My dude Stick is building this. You know. He's, he's got his... So, okay, what stage are you at? You're at... You've bought the truck, and you told me you've started collecting materials. I'm, I'm collecting right? materials that I know I will be using. Mm -hmm. You know, lumber, insulation, PVC that I might need, might not, but it, I'm just picking up random pallets that I might be able to scrap some lumber off of. Mm -hmm. I mean, just everything I can get my hands on and just throw it into a storage locker. And as far as where I am in the process, after I bought it, I've just been making lots and lots of drawings and imagining different options mm -hmm. and thinking, what if I move the kitchen here? What if I put in a love seat here? I have the space. What if I, all right, I have this huge blank wall. I put in a big window. Should I, I mean, I'll have to think about insulating that, less insulation, more light, pros and cons I'm in the process of figuring out what I want and then in a month or two I'll hammer it and just start seeing what happens I'm in the process I've been if I draw out 100 different floor plans that's something I might hit might not but just thinking about different ways that I might live for the next five years mm -hmm. and then start making some I don't think that what I'm going to build is going to be the same as any of the drawings that I've made mm -hmm. I'm just making them because I'm trying to think of as many different possibilities as possible and somehow I feel that's going to make it a lot easier once I build it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> I, this is something that I'm asking everyone that I talk to about this. 
is the problems that I'm going to come up against that I can't foresee. Like, what what do you think I'm going to come up against that I'm not? I'm well, not it's concerned. like I I told you about how I'm thinking about making like a slide out or a, mm-hmm. you know. I'm thinking about making my simple design a little bit more complex. And I don't think I want to do that. I think I'm just going to keep it dirt simple. I think I'm just going to not do it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. I I got no advice for you. I'm I'm building my shit as simple as I can build it. Um, Well, I got to say, I'm stoked to see that you've already begun making it reality. It's it's almost there. It makes it even more exciting for me. Because I'm at a stage earlier where I haven't made any of it into reality yet, except for buying the truck. You invested a lot of money. Um, yeah. So that's not that's no small thing. Yeah. You bought the truck. That's I mean you've got four walls and a roof. I I, in a sense it's it's almost like you're going. It's a different process. Yeah. You know I'm building it from scratch. I'm building off a off a trailer. You you've got four walls and a roof. You got to yeah. build everything inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. And. If I needed to, I could move into it today and still turn it into what I'm imagining. And mm-hmm. It would just make it slightly more inconvenient building in. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, I'm seeing that what we talked about last time, this time, you've made it into a reality. Uh-huh. Makes me really excited for the next time I come down here and I show you whatever the product of my labor is. I tell you what, I think that's like probably enough on RVs, I mean, unless it comes back up. But frankly, dude, yeah. those 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 mushrooms are kicking in. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah, I feel I feel great. Pizza too. Yeah, we we got good pizza, man. We got good pizza. So we were talking for a minute there about like how uh, like mushrooms are becoming like a normal thing in our lives. Yeah, just another. Another Another method to deal with life. I mean, if you can change your mind, you can adapt to whatever life throws your way. And so I want to pick up as many, you know, as many different ways of changing my mind as possible. I feel like mushrooms just like fucking help you. um, They they help you shift gears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's only changing the way you look at the world for a couple hours mm-hmm. the next day you're a different person so you can kind of direct what would you say you were talking about how you like every other day not every day but like in terms of microdosing a lot of people are microdosing every fucking day yeah. and you'd rather do every other day for some reason what's yeah. that uh, it's not something that I really could say I have a reason for it other than intuition Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I've tried it and I find that spacing them out and a microdose every other day improves my life. Whereas if you do it every day, there's a diminishing return, Mm -hmm. but that might just be me personally. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what works best for me and that's it. Well, I think I, I was like, I told you I did it for like almost like a month straight, Mm -hmm. Um, just eating a little bit every morning and it was great, but you do kind of like after, by the time you got to day 30, it's almost like, well, the beauty of it was you're kind of like, oh, I don't need it. Mm -hmm. I don't want it. I don't, you know, it's not doing much at this point. Um, 
But when you take a little bit of mushrooms every day for a period of time or every other day, it does kind of like reconnect you or it, it changes something, even if it's a tiny, tiny amount. feels like it's the relationship between me and whatever the hell is going on out there. Uh -huh. The relationship, it just improves and it, I become more flexible. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever I am. I'm trying to fit in there the best that I can. Right. And flexibility is key to that. That's adaptability. Uh, right? Isn't that's the goal? That's like, that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. And I, I, I hope it makes sense um, what we're even talking about here. But the, tomorrow the, this may be totally incomprehensible. No, I think it's perfectly comprehensible, perfectly coherent, I should say. Um, but it's like the mushroom does something. It, it A lot of people are scared of it. I had a conversation with a lady just two nights ago who has never done them, but she's been invited to go to somebody's house and eat eat some mushrooms. And I told her just keep it. Does she trust those people? I yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but yeah, basically, we had a long conversation. Me and this woman, she was nervous about the prospect, and I said, "What's the setting like? As mm -hmm. in, do you know the people well? Are you? Is it a loving, trusting relationship? Is everybody on the same page?" And the other thing I told her, I said, "If you don't eat a lot, you got nothing to worry about." They're really yeah. nothing to be afraid of. It's when you eat too much that you. Um, I would say well, even too much is relative. Yeah, it's if, it's definitely relative, and it's going to be to what you're ready for. Yeah, to what, what you're what ready, are you for. ready for. Yeah, but hmm. like I don't think tonight I would want to eat a whole bunch of mushrooms. But neither would I. We we have more mushrooms. I don't want to eat them. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. It's, but um. Tripping, that's the thing. I basically told her, I was like, if you keep it less than maybe two grams, you're not really going to trip. No. You're just going to connect. You're just yeah. going to like, I always say it's like a little bit of your, um, your exterior falls away. Something like that. Your what, shell. What is your exterior? Your shell, your boundaries, yeah. your. Your uh, shell falls away or you realize there was never really a shell there. Like. That's the relationship totally. that I was trying to talk about earlier. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I work with a guy who just got put on Zoloft. Zoloft? Zoloft. Yeah, it's an yeah. antidepressant. Yeah. And the way he described it was a fishbowl around his head. Mm. Like, he's just a little bit more separated from everything in the world and everyone in the world. That's so like the and opposite. He almost. came into work and I could tell there was something different just from the way he was standing. And um, he, we were talking later and he said, yeah, it was like, I thought my friends are talking about something and I should care. But there was this fishbowl around my head and there's just an extra layer of separation. Whereas, Say that's a great description of the opposite of mushrooms. Mm -hmm. The mushrooms more, you know, connected mm -hmm. or not, 
connected and that's my less less individual less separate and more realized that it's really all about you know the relationship as opposed to the subject or the object yeah yeah like there's something between them You know, I, I kind of wonder when shit, like, when you start to try to tease it out and explain it, it, it becomes almost, a, it's like an exercise in the impossible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, but that, I love, that, that's kind of like the adaptability thing. Yeah. Or, it's like wisdom. Like, you're never going to be wise, but I'm going to try to get wise until try. the day that I die. I'm yeah. going to be working on getting wise. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like talking about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Talking do. about going on. We're going to fail, but we can try our best and we, we can, can play with it. We can try. We can try. So, okay, I was going to ask you. I didn't even get to it, but how was your Christmas, man? How's the family? Good. Family's good. Yeah. Everything's good. I'm, uh, yeah. I've, the last couple months I've just been spending a lot of time with the family and it's good. My nephew's got really into basketball now, and so tomorrow we're going to see the Pacers and the Bulls. It's going to be a good time. Me and my yeah. brother and my nephew. Excited for that. They're playing here in town, I imagine. Then. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, how Pacers about you? Bulls, I mean, that's like, that's cross-town rivalry, basically. Basically, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't follow the NBA, but I'm, I love basketball. Just watching it, playing it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Indiana. So, growing up in Indiana, like even if you're not playing it, you're in it. You're in it. You're in it. You're in basketball. You're in basketball. No doubt. So. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. That'll be a fun game, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. excited about it. What about you? How, how's things at home front? But bam. I mean, it's weird, bro. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah. It's so, cool. Like I went and saw my my folks on Christmas Day, and. uh it's just weird, man. Like the vaccine status thing is a problem in my family. And I'm How so? I'm the only one that's not vaccinated. Yeah. So it's just weird. It's just weird. They bring that up. <sighs> I mean, I shouldn't even talk about it on the show. I shouldn't. But it seems like such a small thing. Yeah, I I would hope. I would hope that it, it shouldn't be a problem. But it's. I'll just leave it at that. It's a problem. I will tell you the heretical for, for, truth for me. I don't assign any cosmic significance to whether or not I am vaccinated. Yeah, like, yeah. not that big of a deal. Well, frankly, okay, so, like, we're letting the, the shells fall away. I'm still in host mode. I'm still being a podcaster here, okay. but I am also on mushrooms, and I'm also just being honest with my fucking close fucking friend. And it sucks that, like, yeah... For certain people, it's a problem if you're not vaccinated, bro. It just really sucks yeah. that that's a problem. Yeah, it does. I'm, uh... Is that not what, an issue no, in your family? No, it's or it's that... not an issue for my family. None, no one in my family is vaccinated. We don't really talk about it. It's not... It's a non-issue. Yeah. Like, it's not something that comes up. It actually came up just this last week because a friend of mine from North Carolina is getting married. Mm. Congratulations, Will. You're listening. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it, but hey, it's a smaller world than you think. He might yeah. be. Someday. Someday, Someday. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and 
for his bachelor party, he said he wanted to go on a cruise. Never been on a cruise before, never been to the Bahamas. That's a hell of a bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we're going on a cruise. I mean, I'm excited for it just because I love living, but a lot of people might be pissed off if for a bachelor party you have to pay $1,000. You're expected to. You're expected to pay $1,000. But I'm happy to. I'm excited about it. and I'm, Yeah, but to get off on one of the islands, you have to be vaccinated. I'm like, well... That's a problem. I don't want to be vaccinated. It's a nice-ass boat. Hmm. Is the rest of the bachelor party going to go off and have a day on this island? So you could still take like, the cruise. I could still be on the cruise. Yeah, but I don't know if if I say I'm not vaccinated and then I just have to stay on the boat that day, it's not a big deal, but would that also mean that everyone on the cruise the rest of the time is going to treat me differently? I don't know. Well, yeah, or is it awkward, dude? It just makes like it awkward. I, like I said, though, it's also, it doesn't seem like a big deal to me. Like, I'll probably... Do more research in the next month or so. If it seems like it's not actually dangerous, I'll probably do it and then never think about it again for the rest of my life. Dude, I don't even think the shot's that dangerous. I I don't think it's not dangerous. I think, let's put it this way, there is a risk, right? There's the potential you could get myocarditis or whatever. Pretty slim, but... Honestly speaking, it's a very slim chance that something could go wrong. I resent the the forcing you to do it to participate. First of all, yeah, it just the I, whole I, thing I, is I, so awkward. I, Everything about it is so uncomfortable. It and, is, and and the shot. If it was a cure all, if it worked perfectly, then we we wouldn't be so confused. But see, so yeah, I have selectively chosen on this issue to be a bad citizen and just ignore all of it. And I agree with you that on principle I shouldn't be forced to, but I'm not being forced to. They can say they're saying just stay on the boat. Yeah, so stay like, on the boat. It's exactly. a four day cruise, we're going to four islands and on this one day they don't want anyone who's unvaccinated to get off the boat. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But I'm thinking if everybody else in the bachelor party is getting off the boat and going and doing stuff, I don't want to be on this boat. Mm-hmm. I've never been on a cruise before. I don't know what it's going to be like. It looks like a nice boat, but I don't know. I'm not really, not really a cruise person, I'm so just, I'm just excited only, to see what happens. My only point is it sucks you're in this position where it's like take a shot or be the one that gets left behind. You know? Yeah. It's not fair. It's not reasonable. It's not really fair, but I'm okay with being left behind. Like... On the one hand, I'm okay with being left behind this. On the other hand, us all being together to celebrate him getting married is the reason I'm going on the cruise. I don't want to be left behind. I want to be celebrating. Yeah. So I'll probably end up doing it, never thinking about it again, unless in my research it seems to be something dangerous. If there's some some re- reason that comes up that I don't take it, well, I, you know, I, I think you're an interesting case because you couldn't give two shits about the politics of the whole thing. Yeah. I know you. You don't look at, you don't pay any attention to any of it, dude. You're not on social media. 
I would say that I think about it. Okay. But not. Uh, it depends you're, on. You're which, an it, it depends case. which 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 uh, lens you're looking at it from. Okay. So you're saying pay attention to any of it. It depends which which part of any of it you're talking about. Well, I, I'm so I'm so interested to talk to you because it's like I saw you. I know I saw you at least a couple times since this shit started. Yeah. But yeah. it's always interesting because we're meeting here in the shop, and the shop has this like feeling of being separate from the whole world. It's this cocoon. It's a cave, you know. I wouldn't say that. I would say it's Whistler's place. Okay. Well, for me, it's it doesn't like a cave. feel like it's open. Separate from the world, it seems like this is the place where Whistler is when he's not out in the world. I'm speaking of, uh, from well, my point of view, so, it feels like my little hole in the ground where I hide. It does, it does. I'm just being honest. Okay. It's my little cave. There's yeah. very few windows. I'm living in my garage, my shop. Yeah. And um, my point is, whenever we meet and talk, and, and this just, by nature, of, I've only been here since COVID started. It's been okay. a short, short-ish window of time, but like it's been a couple years, and I see you once a year, and this is probably <laughs> visit number three, and yeah, we're still talking probably. about lockdown and COVID and and being. So I I only like paint this picture of being in our little hole in the ground because I think it's an interesting. I feel very safe here. Yeah, I'm like fuck the rest of the world. And I'm talking to you, who I know is kind of like, fuck the rest of the world. I'm just going to do me. I am and doing me, but... I, I, I guess, I, I don't know if this makes sense, but I'm just making a connection here where it's like, you're not a, a person who fucking... <sighs> I, I'm understanding where you're coming from. I you just want to... I, I want to pay a lot of attention to shit usually, I, right? I, I'd say that I do an broader just broader language like okay our culture is having an existential crisis about something that's happened a whole bunch in the past that we didn't have crisis like we didn't freak out this much about mm -hmm. I mean why didn't we have a cultural breakdown when the AIDS ep epidemic happened I mean that or that is probably a bad example. The Spanish flu. Something that was a lot more death. I bet you the Spanish flu was stressful for people. Oh, yeah. I mean, if someone in your family dies, it's stressful is a pretty mild term for it. And that happened to everybody. But for some reason with this virus, I don't know. The reaction, I'm not sure what the cause was that it was this. I've just been thinking of it as a cultural existential crisis and I'm just living my life within that yeah I mean it's not to it's not to insinuate that you're like Amish but I at the same time I know you live within this Amish influenced part of the state so it's an interesting connection to draw but I, like you of all of my close friends I think just ever since we've gotten out of college you've you've been like I'm not plugged in, and my—that's my. That's my I, I so when I think of you, I, I definitely think of am not aware in. of everything that's going on out there in the culture. Uh -huh. I just pick and choose which parts of it I want to participate in. I'm gonna go feed this dog. Yeah, he's pawning. Doc needs it. He does. Give it to him. He does. Give it to him. 
I mean, am I crazy though? Like, you're, I, I mean, you're a pretty... there are Amish people around me, uh-huh. but I'd say that in the last five to ten years, this you know Mexican American community in the area, like I've been getting to know them because I work with them a lot more than the Amish. Okay. I mean, I worked in with the Amish at the RV factory and then at the cabinet factory when I started there, but when they sold to a different owners, like there was a lot of the Amish people just moved to different factories because they all wanted to work together. And now it's a lot more Mexican American, so I mean Did you... I, I don't see I s I'm seeing that frame of me and your mind breaking down. I, I really mean, don't interact with Amish people that much. I my point is that you 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 don't participate in fucking social media though, right? No. no, no, no. And I think that social media is a big part of the problem. So you're you 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 have a unique point of view of being able to see all this shit going on. It's actually going on, but it's you're asking what made it different I, from previous. Crises. I think it's the influence of everybody fighting with each other all the time. Yeah, or it but. could just be a virus while we have social media is going to be a lot different than a virus while we don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know that me not having social media probably has a huge impact on me not really caring. You don't give a fuck. But, I mean, I've told you this yeah. story probably about why I stopped, like, basically gave up social media was a couple of friends of mine just, you know, his friends are sometimes assholes. They, I left myself signed in on Facebook and they went on there and added about, I can't remember exactly, I want to say a thousand people. To be my friend, and about 600 of them accepted, and it just flooded my feed with strangers. And so, at that moment, I just felt so much relief. Like, how much of my life am I spending on this? And then I realized, like, I don't want to take the time and effort to start over. I don't want to delete these people. That sounds like a lot of work so that I can get back into something that's not being really healthy. Not good anyways, yeah. Yeah, but I hadn't really ever analyzed how much time I was spending on social media and thought about it. Like, do I want to continue this thing? And at that moment, I decided I don't want to. And so I just said, thank you, assholes, and then I just stopped with all of it. I mean, I, I, I deleted the Instagram, stopped signing into Facebook, and... That was right when Twitter was taking off, and I just decided I'm not going to participate in that. Maybe I'll catch the next one. The next one that came up was Snapchat. Had one. It was nice. I got to see some fun snaps from my family and friends, and that just kind of petered out. And I don't know. Maybe I'll catch... Yeah. What's the next wave? Should I catch the next one, or should I wait for another round? Maybe the next one will be easy peasy. No, I okay. So I already. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Have I told you I want to make wait, wait. this into a thing? But... All right. So I tried Snapchat, and then skip TikTok, and I'll skip the next one, and then I'll catch easy peasy. 
and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I want to be a really early jumping on this train. So yeah. I'll do that right now. So yeah. tell, tell me the dream. I will. I will. I gotta let the dog out now. Right. He's being needy as fuck. He's letting the dog out. Alright, so, the easy peasy dream. I'm imagining, I've kind of talked about this on the show already, but for your sake, I don't, I don't think we've talked about this. Uh, Have we? I mean, let's see, last time I was here, you were talking about transforming, or you talked about that, the RV slash toy hauler, converting this into a bar. I thought about doing that. A bunch of, like, you you had several little ideas. Yeah. Like, little ideas for businesses, like many side hustles that you wanted to somehow bring together under the umbrella of Easy Peasy. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I think I've told you, but I'll remind you. I don't remember what any of those individual little projects were, other than the toy hauler and turning this space into a bar. So I think Easy Peasy could be a online design your garden and order it from your local contractor platform, right? Say that again. I've maybe not said it in so few words ever, but that is what I'm imagining. An online design your garden and order it from your local contractor platform. Fuck yeah. Also a social network. So all of it would have is that social network for the local contractors or for the customers or both. Imagine Uber with gardening and landscaping. But then Facebook with local food. So message boards, social networking, you know, geared towards connecting consumers of food with producers of food in well, all consumers ways. Consumers of food in all ways. All people. All people. All people. All people. But then okay, so Facebook who who magic online farmers market. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Online farmers market. Plus Uber for landscaping. So what you just described is such a massive undertaking. I know. What is step one? Investment, and I've tr- I've started. I've I've put some feelers out there. This conversation. This I think I'll take this three minute snippet and send it to them because it's like this is what I'm. This is what I'm. All about motherfuckers. Let's get it All done. Right. You know, like, yeah. I am. I'm stoked. But I did. I I sat down and I met with a prospective investor, and that conversation is yet to be closed. We'll just leave it at that. Well, for your potential <laughs> investors that aren't, you know, that are just listening to this snippet, there's a palpable passion that is emanating off of you. <laughs> You are so excited. I love it. Well, it just needs to be real. Why is that not a thing? I agree. Make it a thing. (laughs) I am in. I told you I want to pick and choose which social 
yeah. videos I participate in, and I'm 100% on board with that. With that. You know, you can sign on, and you can find out who your local organic farmers are. You can find out who your who your next door neighbor is that's really good at growing fucking tomatoes. <sighs> you know, I get excited, I get worked up about it, but I just swear, I swear, this is my purpose is to bring this thing into into fruition, right? I think that is admirable as shit. That you, I mean, if you made that a thing. Joe Blow down the street is going to be able to find out that Sally down the street is a badass with the tomatoes. But that's going to be happening all over the place, not just here mm -hmm. on this street. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know. To me, it's it, the vision. You, the vision is it seems clear. Like it's trade. Like, it's simple. It's, trade. Yeah. Building communities in real life from. Real community. This social media platform using the interweb using the virtual space to create something tangible and real in the dirt in the soil and with mm. people connecting to each other and i well, swear to god if i can't do it no one can i i i <laughs> i don't know i mean i think <laughs> I think this is. I, it sounds I don't so know arrogant. about that. I it don't sounds, know about that. Well, but yeah, but I, I wouldn't say that. But I would say that if I if I if okay if I don't do it, no one will. That's what I mean. That's what I mean to say. Who's gonna? I disagree. Make this? Who's gonna? There are so many people out there who are. They want it, but they don't have the passion that you have to make it real. So they're just want. They want it to be there. It's not there. And that's it. Then they move on. You're the guy to make it real. You could impact a lot of people's lives. I hope. I just, I, I can't do it alone. You know, that's it. Can't well, do it by myself, so. The same as it. I'm going to need a little help. Literal, literally any endeavor in life. True. Like, we're True. in this together. We are. I got to take a whiz. I got to let the dog out. All right. Can we hit the pause? Yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, maybe we should wrap up the podcast. Yeah, wrap there. up the podcast. We'll just have a conversation without this. Yeah, without that and, bullshit. And uh, I guess I'll give you a chance if you have anything you want to say. You know. Bye. <laughs> I love you, brother. You're the best. I love you too. <laughs> you're the best. You're you're the fucking tits. <laughs> Cheers. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take a whiz. Peace out, y'all. Thanks for listening. Episode fifty of the Easy Peasy Podcast. That too. Okay, go ahead. Can't help it. We can't get there separately, but I mean, if we have a genuine dialogue, we can get a little bit closer to the capital T truth than either one of us could have on our own. And I kind of got derailed. All right, so we're having a conversation. We're trying to get We're to the capital. Yeah. The game of getting a little bit closer to capital T truth. Yeah. And you said some people are better at playing that game than other people. And that was just a connection that I made between what you described podcasting, playing this game of getting to the capital T truth. And then you started talking about your theory that I don't know if it's going to be like the dialogue. Dialogue, Dialogue is, is the game that we're, use, we're playing to get a little bit closer to the truth.
capital T truth. I'm, I'm my theory, right, is okay. is that the truth is what it is. There's this plane. There's this reality. There's this existence. There's this level. Yeah, absolute and, truth. And that we, as entities on this plane, can mm-hmm. can be in it or out of it. We dance around it, we move around it, but we're always, ideally, like, if we're our best self, we're in the truth. We're in the truth. But we can be on, we can be on any which, the truth is very narrow. And dialogue, true dialogue, honest, open dialogue. Humble. Humble dialogue, where you're... We're not going to get to the truth, but we're going to get a little bit closer through playing the game. We're playing the game. And I think mushrooms help the game. And, 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 and that, that depends can't... on who the people are. Yes, some people it will help with playing the game. Some people, they'll want to do a different game. But you can't... If they're letting out the fuck and it takes them to a different game, uh, you don't want to force anything on them. I don't know. I would say that it has to be a humble dialogue that you're participating in what, voluntarily. But well, there, yeah, it there, has, yeah, yeah, it has to be voluntary. Know, it, it has to be voluntary. It has to be. It has to be. Um, we're we're hitting on something here, brother. We're hitting on something because the capital T truth, and this dialogue, true, honest, and open dialogue. It's this sweet spot of consciousness. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like the pinnacle of consciousness, and mushrooms help us achieve it. And 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 I always can. Feel it. It's like when I'm on mushrooms. There's this. There's this wavelength. This particular like vibe, where and it's like we're there. It's like we're there. That's the feeling. We're there, and you can sometimes you can hold it, and sometimes you you lose it. But like that's the capital T truth. I don't like. Is that? Uh, it, I is that making sense, man? All right. I'm not. I can't put the feeling into words, but I can be quiet and just sit with that, and I feel it in my bones. It's a moment of bliss that, like, is found with that capital T truth, and I think dialogue, dude. We had to get that. We had to get that, even though we signed off already. Like, that's the it. That's, yeah. That's all. So, I mean, we, we had, what, we made a podcast. And then we were having continued dialogue afterwards. And then we turned it back on. I mean... I'll fill in the blanks later. Fill in the blanks. I'll fill in the blanks later. Letting out the fuck's a big one. And I'm I'm, going to tell that story again, even though I told you, but it was off air. Last time I tripped mushrooms. I think this... Not the last time, but whatever. Last time I tripped with people. Mm -hmm. With other people group of four or five of us and we were camping and we took the mushrooms and we were letting out our energies in different ways and one person started screaming fuck mm-hmm. fuck 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 you know just screaming it and and one guy in the group went over to him and said don't shh naysayer no. shut it down like dude he was in the the capital T truth when he was screaming fuck. Fuck! Okay. 
when he was screaming fuck, he was in he yeah. was in the truth. He was in that moment and somebody else shut it down and it was sad. Yeah. When that. when somebody shut it down. I think of the hobbits. All the hobbits that are living in the Shire. I don't know. That guy is just a the word that we put on him was naysayer. Naysayer. There's probably a, a lot of times and places where, yeah, you don't want to yell fuck, but Out he was woods. wrong to put that frame onto the situation, hanging out with friends, doing shrooms. Like, he, he fucked up, and I would I want to have a conversation with this naysayer and find out what's going on. You know what? Okay, yeah. Most of the time, it's not okay to stand up and say fuck. But when it's right to stand up and say fuck... So I'm thinking, okay, this is like getting a little bit... We're expanding, but like... Let's expand to the level of get wise. Get wise about it and No, no. Situational awareness and wisdom are the same. Like, that guy thought he was in a situation where no one should yell fuck. That's not wise. Like... If you're watching, you know what's going on in the situation. Like, sometimes it's wise to yell fuck, and sometimes it's not wise to yell fuck. And if you can't tell the difference, there's something going on there that I want to talk to that guy. There's like, okay, to me, there's like a significance here in that it's the energy. The energy of standing up. Okay, so that was one particular moment. That was one particular moment. Let's talk about this moment. This guy had something inside, inside him, him that needed to manifest that needed out. To come out. That's the general fee- that was the now let's extrapolate that because out in the woods like I it was so interesting to watch a guy who needed to get the fuck out as we've yeah. come to call it in this conversation needed to get the fuck out he had all this pent up energy Mushrooms help us access and release energy. I'm sure mm-hmm. of this, like pent up. <sighs> Let it all <sighs> out. Ah, that shit, you know. And um, and he was doing it, and he was doing it. What I'm getting at is that there are situations in our day to day life. You know, somebody you see who's being just asshole or whatever. And you think I should say something. Mm-hmm. Stuff it down. Yeah. That's the fuck that should maybe come out a little bit when everybody else might think it's not right so to do so. Even though you, because you're the one that saw, mm-hmm. you're the one that knows, is this the right moment to let the fuck out? Okay. Right? So. And, and 99% of the time, we don't let it happen. Yeah, I mean... When there's a group of people that are all together and there's something going on, there's always going to be the first person to notice. Uh huh. The first person to notice has a choice. Should I say something? Or should I not say something? It's like, as soon as you say something, you're making everyone in the group conscious of that. And you're changing them and everything about the situation. So you have a huge choice. And that has to be, you have to have a situational awareness to know. 
because there's no, I can't tell you any guidelines or rules for that because it's so situational. Situational. Totally situational. Okay, totally. situational totally. awareness is insufficient. I'm trying to think of a word. Situational attunement? Attunement is a good word. Being, a, being, being aware of it, but then also being, uh, what's the word? Attunement? Yeah. I situational you, attunement. I don't think there's a better word. There's know, people, probably... people, people talk about being enlightened. People talk about being present. But I think attunement, that, that's, that's like hitting it on the head. Because it, it makes me think of something musical. Like you're playing it. You're playing it. And, and you know, a great work of music lets the fuck out at some point, right? I think I appreciate, when I'm appreciating music, I'm feeling the fuck that someone let out. Yes, yes. That artist, he let that fuck out and I can feel it. And I mean, there's so many different feelings and emotions from different styles of music or different, I mean... So this, like, okay, so this theory. I haven't the one, okay, yeah. So capital T truth, that's, is it? <coughs> All right. Capital it's, T truth is a narrow band. Capital T truth. It's a narrow band. It's kind of like flow state. You know, I'm very interested in flow state. You learn yeah, about it, same I am, as I. I am where, 100% interested in flow state. Because super interested. I think yeah. truth, capital T, and flow, it's like the same. It's the same. Yeah. So... To achieve flow, you have to be at the pinnacle of where challenge meets preparation. Challenge meets skill. Mm -hmm. You know, capital T truth is, is where the moment meets, like, authentic, um, it's where, it's where, I think, um, observer meets the observed, you know, yeah. right? That's where the was, observer meets yeah. the observed. And it's if you tell somebody in that moment where the capital T truth and you've got your goddamn finger on it, and somebody comes along and goes, No! We don't want that. Smash I your don't want to know what's in that fucking hot dog. Leave me alone. That happens all the time, right? Yeah. And. These like okay, I like the mushroom is the medicine. And they, no, but no, it's no, not no, necessary. No, 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 no. Wait, it's, I it, would say I would change that. I would say mushroom is a medicine. Okay, well, it's not the medicine. Let me. Let, the, the my point is is it it can be it helps us put our finger on capital T truth for a moment. Sometimes. For some. Sometimes of us. we. Don't, what I, can't. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm yes. just saying it's this it's this thing and it maybe brings us to this place. This observer meets the observed. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to talk about earlier. Like between the subject and the object. Uh -huh. There's something going on between them that I, I just call it a relationship because I don't have a word for it. Yeah. But what well, what what's a word for it? It's a tension that sometimes, as it goes back Maybe and forth... tension is the word, man. I don't know. I don't know. Cohesion. Adhesion. Well, it's all, sometimes it's pulling apart, and sometimes it's coming together, but sometimes it's breathing. Like, there's just a relationship there that I can't quite make 
explicit. Well, okay, you said the word breathing, and every time I take mushrooms, I think about breath, and I see things breathing kind of together, mm -hmm. is one way of putting it, and, um, and it's bringing me back to this theory, this vision, this, this like, visual of how, like, truth is this bar, and I see like, I see, it's like a, it's like an audio bar where everything, you know, this, this existence, everything in existence operates around this truth. Yeah. And we are just like bouncing around and making all kinds of noise around the truth. And I can like see it. And it's like this bar is just going like, like <laughs> yeah, know? I know what you're talking about. Right? Like right now. It's not something that you can put into words. You can't put it into words, but I'm trying to. But like right now, That's the goal. our culture, our, our collective, mm -hmm. that's what we're doing. We're buzzing. But the truth doesn't give a fuck about the fact that we're buzzing, but we're buzzing anyways. And the truth is just down here doing what it's doing. And it's like the river that once you get in the current... You're in it. Yeah. And see, you to just, explain you, it any you, further you, is you, foolish. You've so you've also changed your language from the start. When you started talking about capital T truth, you talked about it as if it was something exterior and out there and a goal. And now you're talking about it as if it's solely you know Taoism, like going with their flow. It's the flow. It's the like flow. being in the flow. Yeah. It's like dialogue is the, I mean, games are a great way to get into a flow state. Like you get some proficiency, you have some challenge. The challenge is almost insurmountable getting to that capital T truth. But if we can play the game, we get into a flow state where we can maybe get there a little bit. Touch it. We can touch it. Touch it. Yeah. We, we can be with it for a little bit. And then it ends. Yeah, it's still there. Still but there. even when we're not playing with it in that way, it's still out there. Or not just out there, it's also in you know. Well it's 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 everything, it's all it's it's all around. It's yeah. but when I say the the mushroom is the medicine, I don't mean that's the only way to get to it. You can get to it at any moment. I, it's it's I agree though that there is it's just tricky. It's tricky. It's, like the mushroom can be a facilitator for flow states. Yes. One of which is playing the game of dialogue where you're trying to get to that capital T truth. But you're also in the capital T truth when you're literally riding a wave. Course, I mean, when you're surfing, when you're kayaking, when you're doing whatever and you get into that flow. Yeah. I mean, that's just a different kind of flow. But you're still with it. That, the capital T truth is not just when we're making it explicit. It's when we're participating in it. The, the first principle of permaculture is observe and interact. Mm -hmm. And this was the focus of my last episode. And I think we can like fucking wrap it up here. I just like oh, I this haven't thought been, is complete. I, I totally forgot I, that I was going. I have to wrap it up yeah, somewhere. Yeah, you're in my okay. Mind. So you're wrapping up your your and, performance. Yeah, <laughs> and then okay, continue. But oh, 
was it now? What well, it was, we were we were talking about your theory of capital truth and the multiple ways of getting a little bit more in tune with it. I tell you, man. I tell you, this is it. This is it. You're on it, and then you're off it. The wave. The the wave. No, you got to appreciate it. The moment when you're in the wave, you got to appreciate it. But at the same time, you're just in it. Like you're not making explicit the appreciation, you're just feeling it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had like a thought, I had a thought, and it's oh, yeah. like a fart in the wind, but that's okay. One of and my favorite things about like, <laughs> I, I could sit by myself and think deeply about these thoughts uh -huh. and these things and think about them. And I will never, ever, in a million years, sitting by myself, get as much, like, you have to sit by yourself and think about deep thoughts, but if you talk with someone, you're guaranteed to get a little bit more, even though, during the course of the conversation, you and I have both lost 10,000 thoughts, Yeah. like, you had a thought, and then it was is gone. that enough to interrupt, should I let it go? Well, was that enough? That's the game. Life? That's the game, right? Yeah. But I remember now. Thank you. Because you've helped me. It's the interaction. So this was what I was saying about the last episode was a big... Just before this one, I was talking about that principle of permaculture. About how... You know, using the example of the camper. And how I've spent probably already 100 hours. But at most, 50 of that is work. And the other 50 is standing there with my fucking arms folded, yeah. looking yeah. at it, just scratching my fucking whiskers, yeah. like, huh. You know, just looking, observing. But nothing happens if you observe only. And if you, that's that's what you're yeah. getting at, right? You can be an armchair philosopher all fucking day. You kind of interact. But you have to interact. You have to participate. And you got to try to put your finger... On the capital T, motherfucking truth, every yeah. now and again, you know, like. <laughs> There's a Is simple, that... elegant, capital T truth way for me to toad, flat toad the Jeep with that <laughs> fucking truck, and I don't know it, but I'm gonna go have a conversation with some specialist who's gonna fabricate something beautiful. Yeah, dude. And we're gonna figure it out. And he's probably up, like, oh yeah, I could do this, and that'll work for you. You'll find some redneck fabricator that's going to yeah. get it done, you know, no. get it done just right. Yeah, but... <sighs> Fuck. Sometimes you got to let that I, fuck out. I brother. know exactly you what you're Sometimes you got to let that fuck out. Sometimes the mushrooms help you let that fuck out. Sometimes. Sometimes you don't need them, but sometimes friendship fucking helps. You yeah. know? Well, yeah, that helps in <laughs> all things. <laughs> yeah, I agree, though. I've probably... I mean, I... I haven't touched that truck. I wanted to. There's been a lot of times where the, I could just, I could build these toolboxes in like two days down here. I could cut this floor up and be good, but friends helping them move in like four days and I don't want to cut up the floor and maybe not have it like, cause I've already committed it. Like I committed it to helping my sister move. My sister's moving uh -huh. in, moved into a new house. Tonight is her first night in a new house. I mean, cause 
you're, you're but getting... I, I, I have spent a lot of hours sitting there thinking, what, like, don't, don't start yet. Just think about it. <laughs> Just keep Just going. like consciously thinking about it. Like, look around, <laughs> think about it. Okay, so now you're hitting, you're, you're hitting on something big here. You're hitting on something big here because with that principle, observe, observe and interact, the question that it begs is when to interact nobody yeah, says yeah. when what's the moment so where it becomes wise well, to go from observation yeah. to interaction i decided it was wise to keep it at the level of observation because i had commitments you had commitments so, so I, I i'm getting at the, the fact I, I, this I, is I, a great I, metaphor this is yeah. a hugely this is just a great metaphor because i was in a similar boat I don't want to start building until my season is done because I need my trailer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I need my trailer. Let Got the to. fuck out, Got brother. To. Got to. I, I needed it that's, to get that's the job done. with what you're yes, saying. Yes, I, I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. So I needed my trailer for the job, right? Mm-hmm. Finished my last job of the season about a week before Christmas. Maybe two weeks before. I said, okay. I've thought about this a lot. The season is right. Mm-hmm. The time That's, is now. The time is now. That's okay, so this is what we're this is what we're coming to. So the the time is nigh. What what is that what is that word? What is that word where it's like go? I think the word is go. Yeah. That's uh that's pretty much just go. Yeah, that's the word. And, God, we sound like a couple of guys on mushrooms right now, but I yeah. think we're hitting no. on something where people hesitate, people deliberate, people argue, and so often they go when the moment's wrong. Yeah. And when the moment's right, they don't go. This idea of like situational attunement. Situational attunement. I'm trying to remember where attunement. I've heard that. I feel like I've stolen that from someone or something, but I don't. Like, fuck it. You're floating around the truth, brother. Somewhere. You didn't somewhere, steal it from anything. You, no, you're you right. Just picked steal it up. is the wrong word. You picked it up down near the truth somewhere. You picked up that word, and and it and it and it's right. It's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which why I get so pissed off about shit that's floating up so far from the truth. It's getting pushed on people. That's why I get so I get so angry, brother. You know, you, you know. I, I know you do. I just I think if you don't if I, if I, irrelevant information is being pressed on the masses, I just want to tell people that shit's optional. You don't have to listen to that. You don't have does, to go. You get to pick what's relevant, not just... You get to pick where your information is coming from. Because... At a certain observe, point, you, you, have to, you You're right. There is the observe and interact, but on the level of observe, you also get to choose where the information what, is coming from. And what you care about. I hear you. There's... Okay, so now there's a moment, though, where 
Same moment, like it's not a process. Okay, it's a process. But at some point, you might have somebody that wants to impose their will on you, Mm -hmm. right? And at what point do you say no? Okay, so capital T truth and all this involved. At what point do you say no? So we've got the word, I mean, these are big, like, it's funny that the, the, the bigger the idea, the smaller the word. Go. Go and no. I think I've, I've been contemplating the word no a whole lot Single lately. Single syllable words. Fuck. Good. No. There's a lot of meaning, a lot of feeling. A lot of everything that you could throw into those single-syllable words. Children love to say, above any other word, what brings them the most pleasure is to say no. And it's, it's because that is your basic, fundamental human right to say no. You know? And so, like, no. I... Man, I'm just like, at this point, that's... But the question is, if you're trying to live your life with that, whatever we were talking about, attunement? attunement. It's the word that came to mind. I don't know if that, if you're attuned... We can, we can call it flow. We can call yeah. it being in the now. We can call it whatever you I want. Would, I, I wouldn't say flow, because flow is applicable to so many different things. You could get into a flow state playing tic-tac-toe. Yeah, but I think that's the truth, capital T, as well. That's equally... That, okay, but so, we're, we're talking about times to say no. Okay, yeah, but yeah. Okay. Like, not talking about no to the tic-tac-toe, no to something that your culture is pressing on you. Sure. When do you say no? It's got to be both... got to have situational awareness. I can't... I don't know. We can't come up with guidelines because every single one is going to be a situational, like, it's the problem with bureaucracies. You can't come up with some generalized system for when to say no because it's going to break down on a case-by-case basis. So, when do you say no? When it feels right. Exactly. It's yeah, a case-by-case yeah, yeah. case basis. When it feels right. When it feels right. I. That's what I'm getting at is I just... Okay, I keep coming back to this. I I have a theory. I have an idea. Uh, this this picture. But it's almost like a butterfly. Right? I'm hearing your theory about capital T truth. Yeah. And I flow just, is... It's the same as flow. I keep getting just musical metaphors. It's... Okay. Like, okay, when you're in harmony with your environment yeah. and you're, the people that are around you... You're in harmony, you're in harmony. If you say no, you might... I mean, it has to be... I just lost my train of thought. It's okay. No, no, you didn't lose your train of thought. It's it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain, and we're working at it. We're trying to figure it out. So I just had this flash of an image. I've been I've been looking at it... Um, yeah, you said the it's side. A, I, the I side. like that you, you think okay. it's from... That it's a bar. Like, so see if you can follow me here. So I've been looking at it from the side, and it looks like an audio bar. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I totally this get existence. that. I totally existence. get that. Right. Two-dimensional. All we can do is see things as two dimensions, even though it exists in three. So when I look at it from the side, it looks like an audio bar. And truth is this bar. I I swear to God, it's the exact same as flow. It's the exact, it's, it's that point. It's that place. It's the same as flow. So we've got this bar and all the, all the noise around it. And you're participating now, in it. If we change our perspective, Right? If we're no longer standing from the side looking at it, and if, if we align our vision with the center, if we get into the flow, all of a sudden, to me, it looks more like, it looks like a butterfly. I said it momentarily before. <laughs> it looks like a butterfly, or a moth, or something. But the flow is the body. Mm-hmm. And all this noise is the wings. You know, if we're, if we're in the center, we see how beautiful it is. But if we're to the side, it's all chaos and crazy and noise. It looks like an audio bar. Yeah. But in the middle, I bet you this goes for any beautiful piece of music, where if you could put yourself in the center of that audio file, that digital representation, that two-dimensional representation of the song, if you could put yourself into a three-dimensional space within it, that it would look organic. Yeah, it would absolutely look organic. It's amazing that that. Okay, we'll say you're following me, right? I'm, I'm following you. I'm just <laughs> saying that it's amazing that. All right, we're on the same page. Capital T truth out there. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that capital T truth manifested in you personally uh-huh. is musical image that when you look at it from a different direction is something biological sure but also a moth or a butterfly you're talking about like transformation yeah, yeah. it's not just any biological creature it's one that it's... completely breaks down from one thing into another thing so that it can be better Fitted to its environment. Yeah. It'll... Yeah. I, I can't help but think that the, the, the image of the winged transformational insect mm-hmm. is a sacred pattern. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that as truth because it feels right. <laughs> but oh, yeah. enough people have had it tattooed on their bodies it's not... and just that that moth pattern is just like the snail's shell. I don't think we're going out a limb to say that transformation is sacred. Well, but That's... that pattern. But I'm talking about that pattern with the big wing and the little wing and the body. Mm-hmm. It's symmetrical. Symmetry. You said there was wait. All right, going back. You said there was chaos off on one side. I'm guessing that means there's. You said there was chaos somewhere. Where were you talking about? Well, I. Or was that when we were looking at it from a different angle? We Yeah, when we were looking at things from a different angle. From the side, it looks chaotic. From the center, it looks beautiful, right? Oh, okay, yeah. That's what yeah. I... Yes. That's tra- transformation, too. <clears throat> if, they, you, if you can change your perspective and find beauty and participate in it, that's transformation, too. You're transforming yourself and the world. So it's like last summer, two summers ago. I felt the need to be in the center of the protests. 
I had to see it for myself. I had to be in at the epicenter of the emotional energy. I need to experience this and participate. Because I knew that from the outside looking in, it would look two-dimensional. But from the inside, I could see it for what it was. And I, I, it took a year of effort of trying to explain what I saw in there in a three or four day period of time. And frankly, I don't think anybody even cares what I have to say, but it, for my own sake, I needed to explain what I saw. And it took a year of effort. I want to hear, and I, I, okay, <laughs> I want to hear what that experience was like for you. And I appreciate because I've had a whole bunch of similarly, what did you say, transformative experiences in a different place. Uh-huh. And I know like, something happens to you, or you participate in the world, and then you're a different person. Well, it felt and, like wait, I was in the flow. Yeah, yeah. You, you get into it, and then you're a different person, and you can't put it into words. And no matter how well you make it explicit, it's not going to sum up your experience. Capital Truth. But we can do our best a little bit through dialogue to maybe figure out what that transformation was for you. Summation. Summation. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So I, I feel like what we're coming to now in this in this conversation is 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 the idea of you've got like the observe, you've got the interact. And you've got to decide when to walk away. Any any project, right? When do you when do you when do you stop? When do you stop? There's another good right. short word. Stop. Stop. When do you fucking stop? And there's so, a there's a rabbit hole. I won't even answer that question. I guess that's the whole thing. I don't I don't know. Again, I say it's when it feels right, and it's because I swear. Okay, my whole theory, if I can finish it. I can finish the theory, is that when you're living in the capital T truth, you you do what feels right. When you're not living in the truth, you do what you think. I mean, is that is that jiving? So like, we we've got a bunch of people doing what they think instead of doing what they fucking. I don't know if. What they think is right. There's so much... See, I'm losing the truth. No, 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 no. You're not because you're talking about some people that are living less in the truth? Or... You you said... Well, I was trying to say, when do we decide... When do we decide to stop? And it's all about how it feels, and if it feels right, the point is... Case by case. When do you say stop? I, this okay. is enough. Do you know about how, unacceptable? Do you know? Do you know where in the body you have more neurons than anywhere other than the brain? Oh, feet, hands, the gut, gut, your stomach. Literally, they call it the second brain, and third behind that is your heart. I believe it. And you know what? If you look at a heart, it almost has this moth kind of shape to it and 
Yeah. My point. The patterns that are closest to the capital T truth are going to manifest at every level. You can't just <laughs> expect them not to. Of course the heart looks like that. And so what I'm saying is that I, I guess when we're in the truth, we feel it. We know we're in it. Yeah. We, we, we're comfortable in it. And we know when to stop. I think we we struggle if we are not in it, and I think a lot of folks are struggling. That's I, as best as I can say it right now. A lot of folks are struggling, and it's because we're so far from the truth. Generally, yeah. generally. Yeah, but it has to be. I just keep falling apart because it's everything has to be taken on a case by case basis. That trying to talk about, you know, capital T truth and getting it into other people's minds when I'm trying to also be humble? Like, how, yeah. how, how, can, how can I do both? How can you I can. seek the truth and help you other people get the it. truth? You can the only, only seek it. That's the not only, learning. Yeah. yeah. The only yeah. things that I've found are seeking and dialogue. Yeah. You can't, you can't force it. You can't force it. It's the flow. It's there's you can only find. There's it. ways to trick it. people. I would say, read Socrates, and maybe you can trick people into dialogue. The game, the game, there, the yeah. game is tricking people there, into the flow. There are ways of getting. There's always an in. Just like you, there's always an in, and you can get them playing that game. You just have to find it. You just gotta trick them. <laughs> you gotta no, make no, it no, fun. No. You gotta make it fun. You know? It's not yeah, always like, a trick. No, yeah, that's. I, it's like it's a trick playing, that we're, we're it's a trick words that if, here is what we're if doing. I expose that trick to you later, you'll thank me, right? That's a trickster. Yes. Yeah. There's sometimes you gotta be a trickster. You know the trickster, the the, the Joker, the um, this this is another image. Talking about like iconography, like imagery, um, the Joker. Okay, when it comes to mushrooms, are you aware? Are you aware? Are you talking about the Joker in relation to Batman, or the Joker in what? Frame? All the above. All, all the of above. the the the, the plain you're talking, card. You're talking higher level. I'm talking symbol of the Joker. The symbol of the Joker. All right. Did you know that it is a common occurrence to see a joker during DMT trips. No. Very common. I believe that. It's also very common during mushroom trips to see what people describe as elves. Okay, I... I, I mean... I'm not going to try to say that these are real or not, but I, I saw them the first time mm -hmm. I ever took mushrooms, I saw a bunch of goddamn elves. That experience was real. I saw a bunch of goddamn elves. And I'm not saying the elves are real. I'm saying that your experience was real. The experience was real. I, yeah. You know, but I'm almost starting to wonder if the elves aren't real too. Because a lot of people see them, and the Joker and this, this image, well, I don't even know... They're, very helpful if they can trick you into some sort of a uh, transformation that makes you more adaptable. Well, people describe them as tricksters. 
you know, Joe Rogan famously, he talks about how he's seen him a couple times. And I how think I've heard him talk about it. He talks about how one time one of them was just giving him the bird. Just, yeah. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Fuck you. <laughs> no, yeah. like, and how he's convinced that That's that... hilarious. Every time I walk past a mirror when I'm on mushrooms, I flip myself off. Me too. It's, it's Me a too. common occurrence, like, there fuck I am. You. Fuck you. Fuck and you. I'm, I'll start laughing, like, fuck that guy. And he says, he says it was a way of them telling him not to take himself too fucking seriously. You know? Yeah. So, the first time that I took mushrooms, I thought... I'm just going to dive in. Uh-huh. Like, I don't put my toe in the water very well. Like, I I observe that pool, and when I decide to interact with it, I'm fucking diving in. Yeah. So I I got, like, a quarter of shrooms. And Those I cigarettes go, by the way. Ate them all. Sorry, right. right. I mean, you got, a, you got a quarter and you ate them? Yeah. I thought... This is the first me, the first time. The biggest trip I had was an eighth, and that a quarter yeah. sounds like a lot. Yeah. yeah, it was. And like we were talking about earlier, I don't know. There was a point that I was getting to. Oh yeah, yeah, the the trickster. So I uh, yeah, I don't. I think that we could just. Skip over the whole massive fucking transformational experience of a quarter ounce in the dark with only myself. The you, were, ne- you were in the pitch black? I mean... Yeah, yeah. That's... <coughs> that was the way that I intended it to be. Uh-huh. But the next day, I was like, ah, yeah. I feel like I was able to flip myself off and, like, my... Back hurts. Like, I need to be more attuned to my body. You're, and you so hadn't like, even noticed that I ache before. I hadn't even noticed it. Yeah. And it bubbled up to the surface. And I was like, well, like, I suppose I could just, you know, what's the what's the solution to back problems? Do some yoga? I went on YouTube, looked up some yoga for back pain, and uh-huh. all throughout it, just kept laughing at myself it was like how many times in the past have i felt some little twinge and thought i should do some yoga and just nah like and the laughing at myself like i took like all right that yoga was nice i'll what's some other stuff that i could do that i would not have done in the past like just went down a yoga rabbit hole like I want to try the Tai Chi, I want to try that Qigong, I want to try that, all the, just, like, if Energy someone, work, yeah, 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 if someone says something ridiculous, I'm just going to laugh at myself and keep trying, like, I don't know, I felt like I was, it was like, there was an element of the trickster that somehow allowed me to laugh at myself, it was like, yeah, we're trying, Bro. We're trying to get to the truth, but we're not. We're just trying. Let's laugh and keep trying. So I've always known that you've got a certain, like, wisdom. Like, okay, I'm getting a little sappy for a moment, but, like, I could I could always sense that there was something that you had to teach me. And it, Is it it's, the mushrooms teaching us? 
Yeah, yeah, but like your personality to my personality, there's something you just like. It's also the it comes easier to you than does to me. I wouldn't say that. Maybe. I would say right now my being is overflowing with excitement for what I'm about to build. Okay. There's an overflowing that I can't. I'm 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 trying to I'm letting the fuck out, and usually I'm just like. I'd rather be in the flow than talking about the flow, but I love it, having this conversation and having conversations with people. I'm sorry, I, what were you saying? What I you was were, saying. You were about to suck my dick in some way. No. <laughs> it's that basically uh, it's the like, not, uh, I, I the word aloof doesn't quite seem to work, but like. I just choose. Um, the lack, the, 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 the not giving a fuck attitude. You've you've got it to a certain extent Thanks. about a lot of things where I think you need to have it. So okay, we're talking about the um, the attitude of the jokester, and I think okay. So what I'm saying is I think that you embody the attitude of the jokester in certain Thanks. ways. That's and, oh shit. Yes, it's very good. Hold on, it's very good. I it's very uh, good. Oh fuck! This is, this is so the same thing. I uh, fuck so much significance. All right, uh, one of my uncles showed me a video of me when I was a little kid. I don't know how old I was, like between four and six. Uh huh. And he asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I smiled at him and said, "I want to be a troublemaker." Troublemaker. That yeah. was the that was the answer. That was one word. Troublemaker. Done deal. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> sticker, I'm you know? I'm a sticker, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think, okay, so I, maybe it's like, I feel like I've heard something about like, there's these like five energies or five personalities or something. There's a shitload of them. I, yeah, but you like, could, you could probably push them down into five. But we're talking about capital T truth and we're talking about the elves that you see on mushrooms. I'm, I'm just... Toying with the Those idea that this is playing a role. Let's say hypothetically, we'll play a game where we're gonna pretend where these elves really exist, and that the jokester energy can be embodied with the elves, with the the the, the, the trickster, and that okay. you, as a person, tend to like embody that sort of personality or that energy or whatever. And I don't know if five is the right number. I don't know what the right number is, but I. Like, there's the mother, there's the father, you know, there's the jokester, there's, okay. there has to, I swear, I think there's like five of them. <laughs> and I, yeah, you know, it's like, okay. it's like, I'm there not sure about, five of them. I'm let's not go sure, with that. <laughs> I'm not try, sure. Let's try to think of five that make <laughs> but, that work perfectly. But, you let's know, whatever, I'm like totally talking out of my ass here. I love I'm it. talking Keep out of my coming. ass. You're saying I get one of those five? Fuck yeah. Well, no, no, I just, I think that there might be, like, spiritually, what I'm getting at, the body of, okay, the body of the butterfly, the capital T truth, the channel of truth, I think there are, like, energies within that uh-huh. that are pure, that are pure energies. Yeah. Okay? And I'm not sure what they all are, but I think mother, father, jokester are three of them. I think that's three of them. And maybe like, I don't know, philosopher might be one or something like, and we can all embody all of these in yeah, different ways. Yeah. You know what I'm talking I about? Think, it's like, it's, 
What? Like, uh, okay. You're talking about archetypes. That, yeah, uh, archetypes. That's yeah. hard to put into words. Yeah, like, but from symbols into words is always difficult, but... But, but like, religious language, um, often, like, this this idea of the energy of the father and the energy of the mother, mm-hmm. and the, you know, the, the, the holy spirit, whatever that, the, you know, the good, the, the, the conscious, like, not consciousness, but, like, conscious. Are you still like, listing, or are you trying to I'm get kind of one like, of them? Try, I'm trying to figure out but i think like the body of this beautiful butterfly of of truth okay. i'm just using the language and the imagery that i have in my brain of course and i, 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 I love that you you're went straight to the transformational insect like yeah, the yeah, transformation yeah. is so key but I, I i swear there's these pure energies and there's more than a there's a handful of them at least at, we'll say it that way i'd say no less than 5 I don't, and that the jokester is certainly one of them. That's, I don't know if beyond that I can't I don't say think anything. The, yeah. the the number it's really it's insignificant. Matters. It's, it's insignificant, but yeah. it's fun to I I I think no, it's it's fun it's fun to put to identify orders, put the order on yeah. and look at it and say is that true maybe let's put maybe. another order on it and see maybe and put another order on it. But we're talking maybe. about archetypes. These are things we can strive for. You know, I think oh, yeah, you yeah. the trickster. Instinctually, we're attracted to the to the trickster, the Joker. Yeah. Some people are instinctually, you know, attracted to the father. I want to be a dad, you know, I'm yeah. a father. You know, I'm speaking. The That's kind of funny because you know, it's all like, right, perfect overlay. Five children in my family. My brother, best world's best dad. Sure. Like, right off the bat, that's what he wanted to be. You know what, man? Maybe, okay, so I just had a thought, but maybe two of these archetypal uh, energies, the builder and the destroyer. Yeah. Because both agents of change, I mean, in some way, those are both transformations, but you just... In different directions. We're playing with words and we're just fucking around. Yeah, yeah. fucking around with the truth, but I... That's what we're always doing. <laughs> but I swear, I swear, I swear, I think that these, th- I, I think I'm onto something. We're always on the verge and we're playing. Right? <laughs> I think we're onto something yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. There's, I, and maybe, okay, again, we're just playing in the realm of let's, let, let's expand our, what we can accept as potential um, reality. Maybe there are, in fact, these quantifiable, Five to however many. Numbers are relevant. Some number that we're putting. Spirits. Energies. That. That are there. Okay. So like you're you're talking. Archetype of the mother is one. Archetype of the father is another. Yeah. And you're saying that there's some number. And one of which is the trickster. And what the tri- the trickster? And the trickster? What if they're all actually there, is what I'm saying. What if they're all actually there? You know, have you ever heard I, the... I, uh, I would say they're absolutely real, but everyone has a different definition of real. So, I mean, it depends on what which definition you're working off of. We're yeah. still fucking around with words. They're going to be know, insufficient. Know, We're I just know. doing our best. I know, but, like, I, 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 I'm just, you know, whatever. 
What if they're there? <laughs> you know? I think that they're probably there. Have you ever, I, I heard somebody say, um, this is again like philosophy, like playing with logic, right? Logical like games. But like the, uh, I think they called it the theory of causation or causality or something like that. Basically saying that, um, does anything happen without a cause? That's the, that's the basic question, right? Does anything happen without a cause? I would say... <laughs> cause and effect? Mm -hmm. Not really the way that I want to look at it. I'd rather have a choice. Okay, no, no, just, just play with me for that. For okay, me. We're so talking we chicken and the egg. We're All talking right. chicken and the egg. We're oh, so you want to know if there's an ultimate cause. I'm talking about these spirits that I think might be there. These spirits. No. The, and I'm saying, okay, so I'm taking it to the origin of the universe. Chicken and we're egg talking all the way back. We're Big talking bang. the basic question. Wait. The main... All right, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh -huh. I would say I agree with you that these are real here and now in the way that we interact with them, but time didn't exist before the Big Bang. I'm not going to say that these fucking elves did. They w this is the question. This is, does anything happen without cause? So we say the Big Bang, okay? What causes it? I don't know. If the universe bang flowered into existence, what did it flower out of? Like, what's the soil? We don't fucking We don't know. know. And we're not going to answer we, it. We we're not going to answer it. But my point in bringing this up and bringing up these um, archetypal spirits of, of these however many personalities is to say... <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trains of thought getting derailed. As I'm looking at this Grand Junction Brewing Company train on your wall. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I mean, that was... That's the point. I don't know. I don't know. And this question of cause is... Wait, 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 wait. But we're going to high-five. We're going to high-five because we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. Yeah. And I think maybe, just maybe the game, as we are calling it, like you're unsatisfied with playing the game for <laughs> another what? Sixty years and then dying? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm That's loving what the we're game. Doing. I'm loving it. I'm loving the game. I want to keep playing the game. I'm starting to think that there might be these spirits that are playing the game too. Not to say that they're like dictators in the sense of like they're... what we often imagine is God or whatever, wait, wait, wait. but but they're in the mix. They're playing around. So the jokester, no, you're not just saying the jokester reminds us. I think the jokester's job is to remind us. You're not in control, motherfucker. You know, no, like no, no, shit no, like no, that. You know, control. like when I come across people in the world, sometimes like when my mind just goes to throws labels on them, like, uh -huh. I'll just say, naysayer, hobbit. Yeah. I don't really ever think hobbit walk away. I think hobbit, this fucker needs an adventure to transform them into what they could be. Like, I don't want to fucking walk away from a hobbit. 
So you almost, you're saying you almost have like a gut sense of the type of person that maybe needs to be like, you are the jokester, man. If that's how you mix, you, you must be. You no, must be. I'm just a person. Yeah, I mean, but you know what I mean. You know uh, what but I mean. sometimes, in the right context, I am able to embody the trickster. In that way, the trickster is absolutely real. Just like, I believe in Santa Claus. That motherfucker is absolutely real. People are acting that shit out all over the world. Like, why don't we believe in Santa Claus anymore? Merry Christmas, Whistler. Dude, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I swear, it is really good to have you. It is good to be with you. Yeah. I think that's as close to the capital T truth as we're ever going to get, brother. But Nah, we're going <laughs> to keep trying. <laughs> 2022, here we come, you know? Mm-hmm. 2022... I gotta pee again. <laughs> and do it. Once I break the seal, it's over. It's game, game over. It's game over. I think the I think the episode's actually over now. Oh shit! We're still recording, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. You've been performing this whole fucking time. You know I what, forgot about it. You know it. what though? But that that is an interesting. It's a fucking like. I I feel like I'm performing at first, but slowly the shell kind of can fall away mm-hmm. with certain people. Strangers or friends, and the best conversations aren't when you're performing. Like mm-hmm. clearly, you yeah. know, they're, they're when you're attuned. Performance is maybe just one type of attunement. Like you're attuning to the audience as a performer. That's how I think so of it. You're saying, but if I was sitting here not willing to play the game, and we didn't want to play this game, and we couldn't get into the flow, then you have to perform. To the easy peasy empire. And once you start the game, then you can forget about the next layer, that other layer. I don't think I'm thinking about it quite that much, but what I am saying is uh, that. I wasn't thinking about it until just now when I said performing, it. Performing. <laughs> the, the question of performing is because often we perform for each other. Just in life. Yeah, yeah. Life. And so when I think of performing, you know, I've got the microphone on me. I'm thinking about my potential audience. Mm-hmm. So I am performing with them in mind. It's like, I hope, you know, you as the guest, I hope that you're not thinking about the audience. I hope you're thinking about the thought. Mm-hmm. My job as the host, in some regards, is to perform for the audience. To stay attuned to their needs as well as attuned to my guest. So it is interesting that having you here, we're both on mushrooms, mm-hmm. and you keep forgetting that the microphone's on, and I'm constantly remembering it. I'm yeah. thinking about it entirely almost. But this issue of performance, we are attuned to the fact that there is both the ear and the, the word. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, it's we're 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 putting our finger on that intersection between observed and and observer, and I don't know what to say beyond that except I think there's some other shit going on. There's that beautiful point of truth, and there's all our activity around it, and I swear there must be something else going on 
too. But this butterfly it's, of the current moment yeah. is flapping away and floating on, you know. Not just observer observed and that tension play between them. Sometimes it feels like in a conversation that's real, you're also spiraling a little bit up mm-hmm. towards that truth. Or maybe feels like you're going in I'm circles, not, not, but I like that image. You're 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 spiraling upwards. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you lose your train of thought, and it just crumbles. Maybe you can get back into it and start spiraling upwards again. It might be both. It might be a spiraling opening and a spiraling converging towards truth. I would rather it be both. I don't know. You ever gone skydiving? No, but I want to. I'd love to go with you. Let's I've do only it. done it once. Um, but there's something about spiraling upwards with no other purpose but to jump. Mm. Yeah. Float back down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe sometimes that's what a good conversation is. Is that like spiraling upwards towards some lofty idea. Something. Something. That we're trying to put our fingers on, and at the top, we just say, fuck it, and we jump, and we float our way down, and that's about all there is to it. You know what I mean? It's like, we can draw all the goddamn metaphors we want, but I like the image of the spiral. I like the image of the upward spiral, because the spiral is undoubtedly a sacred pattern. Yeah. So the upward spiral... You know, that is, I mean, that is DNA. That is, that is the snail's shell. That is, mm-hmm. it's the pattern. The golden it's ratio, right? The golden ratio. Everywhere. If it wasn't so true, it wouldn't manifest in so many in ways, so in so many, many levels. Ways. So that is capital T, true. Pattern. That's like pattern. People don't often... Yeah, there's There's a lot of patterns out there, but... Hard to tell which patterns are relevant. Well, what if, okay, what if the butterfly and the spiral and every other pattern are existing on top of one another at all? You know, then they, you get the meta pattern. <laughs> and that's a little bit closer to the truth. A little bit closer to I, the truth. I love that when we're talking about the truth, we're pointing up at the chimney. I don't know why, but we're both pointing it up there. I'm pointing at you. Oh, you're pointing up here at me? I'll point up there. Sure. All right. Alright, brother, I'm gonna take a whiz and we're gonna call it an episode there, but this conversation is not over. I know that. It hasn't been an I'm episode. just I'm I'm deciding now that It hasn't been we don't an episode need to capture, for a long time. We don't need to capture anymore. That's all I'm carrying. That's all I I'm think saying. The episode yeah. ended several hours ago. Now you're just recording two friends sitting in a room. No, dude, I swear this is my best episode yet, I swear to God. Because we're getting closer to the truth than I've ever fucking gotten, and I can feel it. Yeah. (laughs) Alright, though. That's enough. That's enough, though. That's enough. The real thing is, why are you holding your piss? Uh, Go! Got shit to talk about. I don't know. Yeah. Alright. That on? Yes, sir. Alright, what kind of an update do you want? Well, I'm I'm, I'm wondering if you would tell the listener what what the hell happened. uh, Oh, since last night? Yeah. Since two nights ago. Oh, two nights ago, yeah. Well, that nice box truck that I had that we were talking about me converting into a tiny home 
I drove that into a bridge and scalped it. Took the top right off. So right now I am cutting it up and making it road safe again because it was hanging all over the place. What other, how in depth of an update would you like? Well, you know, I guess I just, you know, I was like listening back through our audio. Yeah. And, um, and it just seemed like it was worth hitting the record button one more time because it was a two-part episode that felt like there needed to be a short third part. Okay. And the fact that this tragedy occurred, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I know for a fact that you let the fuck out in the moment, right? I did. I let the fuck out full on. Uh-huh. And in essence, uh, by the time you called me, you seemed calm as a cucumber. Yeah. You know? I was... Uh, I let, it was probably a 10-second fuck that just came down... For, up from down deep in my soul and then after that I felt a little better and I got that got out and looked at the damage and started to get pissed at myself but then I started thinking about all the, the things that I can do now with, with with the build out that I couldn't have done if I would have just been in the box so now I can build a home outside the box whatever I want yeah yeah, yeah. so the blessing in disguise is it's like we were talking, um, instead of retrofitting an existing structure, now you're basically gonna be able yeah. to build from scratch. Um, basically, from yeah, the, from the flooring in there up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, honestly, there's not much else like to talk about. I just, it's like, it's just, I hate to use the word funny, but it's. Well, like, I, I mean, I was not laughing yesterday, but today I am. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. When we rolled up here after going to the hardware store, it cracked. Yeah, we both just got out of the truck and looked, looked at, at it, it and just like, <laughs> don't even have the words. We just yeah. both laughed, you know. But yeah. you know what it reminds me of is when we took that trip to Utah. Yeah. Because you, you were expecting to be down here just for the one night, and now you're, I don't want to say stranded, but, you know, that trip you and I took to Utah mm -hmm. when we took my old Toyota we really probably should have taken your 15-year-old Jeep instead of my 13 or 30-year-old Toyota, right? Hey, it all worked out. It, it all worked a good out. Time. But you know, we we basically broke down without getting into the details. We broke down in Utah and had to spend two weeks, uh, you know, working Tearing on the apart. working on the on the truck. And uh, you know, there's something about those unexpected like mishaps that sort of throw a monkey wrench into your fucking plans, but... And make it more memorable, too. Yeah, no, man, yeah it's like uh, we were talking with the Joker, you know, the trickster, like, mm -hmm. you know, don't There's expect... a monkey wrench, it's gonna come one yeah, way yeah, or another. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you only have so much control, and, like, when something goes wrong, you can get all kinds of pissed off and angry or depressed or whatever, but, like, and clearly that's the initial, like... Fucking it, yo! Oh man, like get so mad at yourself. I could have done X, Y, Z differently, but like, doesn't do any good to fucking think that way, you know? Yeah, I, like... I was eating an apple as I went under the bridge, and uh, <laughs> so what kind of noise did that make? Was it like? Can you describe it? I couldn't. I couldn't describe it. I'm it, almost it was, imagining it was a crunch, yeah, and then a loud scraping. 
as I was going through, and then when the back cap hit, there was a boom again, uh-huh. and I felt it. It slowed me down, and I, I was on the on the accelerator and pushed through. Yeah, yeah. But uh, later, when I found that half-eaten apple, I was starting to, you know, switch into being okay with it because of all the new options. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to plant these apple seeds. This is not what I was expecting. <laughs> I wanted to eat this fucking apple, and I did not expect to be losing the roof off my... My truck, but it's gonna be something new. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet you. I imagine that it sounded something akin to a really big aluminum can getting crushed. <laughs> you know? It was an element of that, but yeah, yeah. It was also, I don't know. It was just loud and reverberating in the cab. So. Well, you know, I think the story was worth adding to the podcast. Like I said, yeah. kind of like part three. It's it's funny to listen back because clearly, like. In the first part, we were pretty much still straight. Yeah. And then in part two, with those mushrooms, it certainly kicked <laughs> in. So it's almost like, well, we'll wrap her up on a sober note. Um, yeah. Literally, like a sobering note, yeah. even. Um, you know, this this issue of, like, sometimes we make you know, we, we make mistakes. And yeah. you get to choose how you feel about it after the fact. Are you going to beat yourself up, or are you going you gonna to work on it and fix it? And that's, you know, that's what you've been doing here all day. I'm glad, you know, selfishly, I'm glad you could hang out longer and that, you know, it's a good excuse to stick around another day. Um, But yeah, man, I guess uh, that's all I really wanted to bring up, you know, but it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's reminding me of that trip to Utah in that, like, shit goes wrong, but it certainly helps if you got, like, an extra set of hands Mm -hmm. to, you know. That does help a lot. To help kind of, like fix whatever's wrong and uh so anyways like worked out pretty good you could just come back to the shop and uh start hacking it up you know hacking it to bits and pay attention everybody monkey wrenches are coming yeah pay attention that's what you said you broke the number one rule yeah you forgot to pay attention i wasn't paying attention to the right things eating an (laughs) apple driving a big ass truck truck. (laughs) (laughs) under a low bridge yeah Yeah. not pay attention and pay attention to what you're paying attention it's a recipe for disaster yeah yeah cracked me up well it didn't crack (laughs) me up but when you called me and you said yeah so uh you know i figured maybe you like left your wallet here or something yeah and uh because <laughs> I, I don't, just re- I don't remember what I exactly said. You said, "Well, I uh, I managed to turn my box truck into a convertible." <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Oh no!" Hell <laughs> uh, yeah! Oh uh, well, buddy, I think that's about it. You know, but thanks yeah. for sharing the story. Of you know, course. it's it's a bummer, but it's all good. Bummers right? happen. The world's gonna keep on turning. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, I almost forgot that I rolled up this spliff. Let's smoke it. All right. Peace out, everybody. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll call it there. Thanks for listening. Uh, I know I've, like, done two sign-outs on this one episode already, but third time's a charm, motherfucker. Three-parter. That's right. That's right. Episode 50. Happy New Year's, y'all. Uh, hopefully we can make 2022. I don't know. Decent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Set the bar high. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for uh, Mm -hmm. thanks for being on the show, man. We'll do it again. Of course. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This has been Mike the Polymath with the Easy Peasy Podcast. Come back again.